Hey, welcome into the Sit Up Podcast. Uh, we're gonna give it a few minutes for more people to come in. And while we're doing that, I wanna introduce the host of the Sit Up Podcast, the man you came to see, that's how I like to say it, Mr. Leroy Barber, how you doing today? What up, what up, man? Um, so, should, how you wanna jump in? Should I let folks know where we are? Or? Yeah, let them know where they are, but first, uh, uh, before you do that, uh-huh, what does uh-huh. Sit Up stand for, you might be wondering. So that's sports, and that's what we're gonna do a little bit of today. A lot of that today. Uh, There's some, there's a little bit of innovation going on in the Mm -hmm, mix too, mm -hmm, and then there's mm -hmm. theology heavy in this, as well as the ugly. That's the the bad things that are going on in and around this world, and of course we have public discourse. So uh, where are we right now? As we're celebrating this Super Bowl Sunday. All right. So while we're waiting for folks to jump in, uh, we are in sunny California. We're down in San Diego. Uh, and it is 90 degrees right it, now. It is 90 degrees. Like, it, and it's not like a joking, like, you know, <laughs> it doesn't fit. No, it feels like 90 degrees it's if you 90 step in the sun. Out of this joint, right? And, uh, but it's sunny and it's nice. And uh, uh, we're down here with our, our wives and a couple yep. couples to celebrate Valentine's Day. But you yes. got a chance yesterday mm-hmm. uh, to go represent uh, at the Super Bowl prayer breakfast. Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson got an award and some other stuff. So tell us tell us about that. How was it kind of being in that in it, that space? It's weird because it was, you know, one, pandemic, we're not used to being able to come into a large crowd, right, especially right, when right, it's related right. to church events, things of that nature. So everyone presented vaccine cards and everything. So once uh-huh, you got in, uh-huh, uh-huh. there were, you know, very few people wearing masks. And so sit down, enjoy the event. Uh-huh. It was after I got past the weirdness of like, oh man, we're inside again. Uh-huh, uh-huh, it was uh-huh. like, all right, you know, this room was actually full of diversity, which was that's interesting, right? Interesting considering the NFL's reputation <laughs> for diversity. Uh-huh. But the event in itself was great to see Russell Wilson get this award, and for him to just, as he did his speech, you know, several times he just kept repeating scripture and uh-huh, putting that uh-huh, out there. Uh-huh, and so uh-huh. he inspired, you know, like there was a lot of other things there that was kind of fun, uh-huh. uh, but they kept it completely fun. Not what we do on the sit up. Right. Because we're right, going to talk right, about the NFL right. here in a minute. Uh-huh, but uh-huh, yeah, there uh-huh. was no mentioning of, of, of the coaching situation or anything. It was just celebrating the good work uh-huh, that uh-huh. Uh, Russell Wilson does and some of the other people like uh, the Colts coach, uh, Frank Wright, and his program, and then there was other programs there. Uh-huh. Uh, they were raising funds for um, child trafficking and, and uh, sex, sex trafficking, trafficking. in general, yeah, 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 which yeah. is really appropriate for the Super Bowl. So so to y'all that's jumping in, uh, uh, our producer, Andrew Morgan, yesterday uh, got to go to L.A. Uh, and go to a prayer breakfast where uh, Russell Wilson was getting an award. Uh, he went to represent Sit Out, went to represent uh, the great Northwest area where we work. Um, so it was a kind of pastors gathering, athletes, yeah. athletes in action. Want to want to shout out to them. Thankful for uh, for hooking up Sit Up and yeah. and our and our work with with the in the greater Northwest area. Uh, so. So yeah, so that was that. So you you thought it was a good event? Or, yeah, yeah. I th- yeah. I look forward to going back. I think next year when we go back, you know, we're gonna have to cover this uh, as much as we can. Get some interviews and cover mm-hmm, it live. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. but this first go round, man, it was a, it was a blessing to be in the building. Like it was not a bad experience. And like I said, just new. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh, like it's uh-huh. an experience where it's like, yeah, we're back to that. Like where people can gather in this room and nice. eat together. 
in close proximity. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So, so y'all know. So our producer went, you know. So he's he's kind of breaking a making a road yeah. for next year for sit up and uh, Great Northwest area to be prevalent in this space. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, during this week, because there's some justice issues yes. that need to be talked about, and they need it in a in a serious way, especially when it comes to Super Bowl Sunday, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like separate from the NFL discussion, somehow right, 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 right. this is one of the largest weekends for sex trafficking. Wherever the Super Bowl is, that's mm -hmm. the, one of the hubs where there's a lot of sex trafficking going on, and it's a known thing. Mm -hmm. It's a known thing, but. It's kind of like it's a part of, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to say tradition, but it is. Right. It's a part of wow. the atmosphere that goes into towns that host the Super Bowl. And I think it's it's one of those points that we've got to make sure that if we know this, what are we going to do about it? So, so it's fitting, I think, yeah. a little bit that some Christians and folks come together uh, and to give some support to organizations working in the area of sex trafficking. Right, right. right. The, the day before the Super Bowl. I think that's legit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, you know, we got to talk about how we raise that issue a little bit more, but um, it seems like it's a legit thing yeah. for us to get involved in. You got to. I think it's, it's necessary. You can't just sit on the sideline with that, read the statistics, tell other people about it. You got to, you know, come up with a plan. Like, what is your gift that you can talk about it? This is ours. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is one of our, our many ways that we can affect change. Because it could be someone watching this right now who didn't know it. Right. Right. Didn't know it. And so I think that's important. So trafficking is a, a major issue during this week. And we know also, right, uh, we talked about what's going on with coaching in yeah. a league that's 70% black, only two black coaches. Uh, there's one spot left. Minnesota. Uh, and they and have interviewed 14 people. <laughs> they interviewed 14 folks. Uh, and there's black, black uh, coordinators who qualify who have not been hired. You look uh, at Tampa's coordinators, mm -hmm. both of their coordinators, uh, Leftwich as well as Todd Bowles. Those are two more than qualified coaches. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You've got Eric Bieniemy, who's had the number one offense for the last few years. So what he's done with Patrick Mahomes, what organization wouldn't want him to come in and right, do the same thing? Right, right. Um, then there's there's Brian Flores, who was mm -hmm, fired mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, unjust because mm -hmm. he had two inspirational seasons. Right. That they weren't the most winning seasons, but they, he had his locker room. Right. And they were willing to go out there and fight for him. And they were behind him as a coach. And so he was fired, and that was very much unjust. And, you know, there's other coaches to get hired in these positions. But when it comes to this, and what makes it an injustice for me, mm -hmm. it's, it's that glass, what they call it, glass cliff hire. Right, 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 where it's right, like right, 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 these right. situations where they say, we'll give you a year or two uh -huh, to rebuild. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Well, no one can rebuild an NFL franchise that long. Like Mike oh, Tomlin, Mike yeah. Tomlin had yeah. success because he knew that the franchise had his back, and he still remains mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. the most winning, like one of the most winning coaches. He's never had a losing season right. because the the governor. I don't like to use the word owner because the governor of the team actually said, "No, you can stay and do your job." Wow. So, so that's two two issues. Like so, one. Let's let's like for those of you who don't like you're on into sports and you're on into football right what you, what what we're what we're trying to bring together here is the Super Bowl this Sunday we are one hour away from the kickoff of the Super Bowl right. it is the largest event in the world that is about to happen in an hour oh hundreds of millions of people will watch this game yeah right and 
billions of dollars will change hands around this game, yeah. right? Uh, and so it has significant influence in the world and significant influence around issues of justice, what's right, and all these kind of things. And it is run by 32 white males. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so, so there is some critique of football and this Sunday and what it means and how it has built to this thing that it is. So many of you, right, are going to be watching for the commercials. You're going to watch the kickoff, right? You're going to watch for the commercials, and then you're going to watch the halftime show, and you might take in some football, right? right. Uh, and they have built it up that way where people are having parties all around the world. Yeah, everyone benefits right? from this. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little uh, intimidating. It's a little crazy. But, <laughs> yeah, it, it's where we... I don't want to get into like a whole preaching because in no, my mind, I'm like, to. It, yeah. it's like that whole thing of like, this is our, our idols. Our, uh -huh, like, this is, uh -huh, this is what uh -huh, we choose uh -huh. to kind of gather around. Uh -huh. But what can we do with that? Like knowing that so much money is exchanged for just making a commercial, these right. com million dollar commercials right. Right. being right. put right. out, multi-millions of dollars. What can we do with our funds yeah. to maybe make a local commercial that right. highlights some of these injustices? Exactly. Uh, when it comes to like, you can't do just hire Jay-Z and mm -hmm. say, we're working mm -hmm, on this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to see commercials that hit to the real point. Right. And here's here's a here's an idea, right? Like if you are having a Super Bowl party, if you are gathering friends this afternoon, which a lot of people are, right? Why don't y'all figure out within the midst of your party, right? What you're going to give to, right? Cuz like put out something at halftime and say, "Hey, we got this local organization that's doing this work with kids or doing this work with battered women or working in the sex trade industry. My bro, uh, uh, Leroy Lamar down in Atlanta, if, if it's folks in Atlanta that's having parties, I need to represent and, 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 do, and send some money to him. What can you do locally in the midst of your Super Bowl party to get some funds and some res or resource um, or acknowledgement of the work to, to, to what's going on around you? When I was, uh, right. yeah, that's that's perfect. I know when I was working, this is an example of what it could look like. When I was working at the homeless shelter, we started throwing Super Bowl parties. Mm -hmm. And churches would come in, and that would be one. Instead of, you know, because everyone does Thanksgiving, Christmas. Mm -hmm. We're like, okay, how about you come do the, watch the Super Bowl with these men? And it normalized. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, this is a moment that's where cool. no uh, one's home. Uh, like, we're all uh, just watching this game, having mm -hmm, fun together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it gave the churches a chance to be on the boots with mm -hmm actual people on the streets in a safe way right and bring they you know they, they bring the food and all the other things but it was it was some dignity in that right. but that's a way of thinking outside of the box of just like well what else can we do yeah. organize the next year that way Absolutely. you know it could be you can do all these things are important uh -huh, uh -huh. to bring to the table now we know we know COVID has changed some things right yeah over the last couple of years but i wonder how many churches are gathering this afternoon Right to watch the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> it, um, yeah, they are. <laughs> and, right, and so, like, what are you what are you doing? outside of that, knowing all that is generated out of this day, right? Yeah. How do you, how do we, how do we, in, in some small way, locally, contextually, try to balance some of that, yeah. uh, some of this this capitalistic resource that's in full gear on this day. Yeah, capitalism is in full gear on Super Bowl Sunday, and hundreds of millions of people are engaged. 
It's one of the only events that's like this. I'm hard pressed to think of maybe World Cup, maybe a World Cup final. Yeah, a World Cup maybe. final might might get there, yeah. but I, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so, so that's where that's where we are with that. Those are some good suggestions with it. I want to ask you some questions specifically about the coat. We've hit on a little bit. Uh -huh. What? No one joined Brian Flores as of this point that I, to my knowledge, in this lawsuit. What does that mean? Like, how do you call that? How do you picture that, that issue for what knowledge you know of that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What does it mean when someone puts their neck out there and then no one else joins? So here's my thing on that, right? So Brian Flores is introducing something that's at the next level of engagement, right? Around, around justice and, uh, and around uh, diversity and equity, right? And it's going, it's not enough for you to have us as players and make some millionaires uh, through playing this game, we wanna be in leadership spaces to be able to influence the bigger picture of this game through coaching, through being a GM, through ownership, where you get to then choose and pick like things like we were just talking about, right? What, 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 where the team resources are gonna go, right? What kind of marketing we're gonna do? Who's gonna be playing and who's gonna give a, be given chances and all that? Like that's the next level up of leadership. And I, that's what I don't think, you know, we know, right? That folks don't want, want black folks breaking into leadership. Like yeah, that. yeah. Like, and, it, and think about the, when you, the numbers of how many black players are in the league. And you would think after time goes on, and we, we've, we've seen almost 30 years of black quarterbacking. And how many times has that translated into a coaching position? So, so the question has to be, this would naturally transition, right? right? This would naturally transition to some black, black folks that played the game, know the game well enough to coach the game, know, to, know the game well enough to be a GM, know, have gained enough money to own a team, right? The only way to stop that, because there's so many black athletes a part of it, has to be concerted effort to stop it. Yeah. Right? What other conclusion can you come to? It's not accident that it's not that it's not happening. It's a concerted effort to hold black folks out of those spaces. Yeah. And that's why that, that lawsuit's important, regardless if anyone joins it or not. Someone has to step up and right. and do that. Right. It's it's very different, but it's almost similar to what Dion is doing mm -hmm. with HBCUs. Mm -hmm. Like he mm -hmm. stepped into a space of I'm turning down this NFL money, I'm turning down anybody else who wants me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, stay right yeah, here, yeah, 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 and yeah. I'm going to attract the number one recruits. Right. And then where he influences their next level mm -hmm, decision, mm -hmm, because the NFL mm -hmm. may get competition one day. So what would it look like if the XFL comes about and Dion says, now nah, y'all go there? Right, right. If another league raises and HBCUs becomes the, the uh, you know, the feeder program, the training program for another league, and then all these black players, black coaches, black owners, yeah. right? Uh, can you get 10, 10 wealthy enough black people to own a team? Absolutely they can, yeah. right? That is without question. There's 10 black people who can own a, in a, a sports franchise. Yeah, I know Byron right? Allen is trying like, to do it oh, right absolutely, now. absolutely, yeah. man. So, so I don't think we're thinking strategic enough about this. And what Flores put, is putting on the table is we have got to think bigger about what we're doing with our athletes and, our, and, and growing our kids into. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a job position that you, you know, like you should have these kids aiming to go out and want to be a GM. Yeah. 
Not everyone's going to make it on the field, but that doesn't mean if you know the game well enough, you can go and, and sit in the front office. Right, right. And let's not even think. There's no – I mean, we're talking about, about black folks, but there's very few women. Yeah. Or there's no women, right? Not in coaching positions not, in the right? NFL. And Baseball so, just, broke, just broke the mold with a few – uh, women coaches, right. but not no. Nah. And, and they do have some assistant coaches. Some They're assistant, but yeah. look, dude, when we did, when we we're like, when I was involved with the Kaepernick NFL kneel down stuff and going around the country, kneeling before stadiums and engaging local communities, half the fans of the NFL are women. Yeah, women are a driving force behind. So today, half the audience in the United States, anyway, is women watching football. Yeah. And they don't see themselves in coaching ranks. They don't see themselves playing. They don't see themselves in ownership, right? Any of these things. Yeah. So it's not just, it. I mean, it's a big, giant deal that there aren't black people in these spaces. But it is also a big deal that there are no women transitioning into some of this work. You know, it's, it's a sound, like we frame this as an NFL issue. Mm -hmm. But this is actually a workplace issue also. Absolutely. I mean, when you look up, start looking at what goes on with those coaches, how many of us have been put in that exact same position to where, you know, we were given the almost impossible task. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and if we did, if we succeeded, mm -hmm. it made everyone else around them proud right, and happy. Right, if we right. failed, it's the end of our career right, at that right, particular right, place. Right, right. Like a lot of us have been set and you walk into the next situation looking for the setup. Right. Not even right. to be able to give 100% because you're, you're always flinching yeah. because you've been given these yeah. type of jobs. And that is, that's really common, you know, the, and we see it in the NBA too and others. Mm -hmm. Coaches, they, they get one year or two years. They don't get enough to really like have the trust right, uh, right, of the organization. Right. right. And now, like you said, that comes from coaches are anxious to get the people they know in there. Right. You right, give someone right, right. you know a shot right. to mess up. Right. But the, anybody else you don't know, it's like you fear what you don't understand. So it's time to cut them out and, and get someone in there that I do oh, understand absolutely. and I do know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. as our language has to become more bold for revolution and for us to move forward, though that are the languages that we use, the way we express ourselves, it, if it makes someone who's counter our culture like mm -hmm, uncomfortable, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, we find ourselves mm -hmm, out of a job mm -hmm. or assimilating right. slowly right. into what we're supposed to look right, like. Right. And that's that goes deep. That's in the church, too. Well, yeah. And y'all. So y'all know we we do a lot of talk around sports because we feel like. Uh, that uh, sports within the area of sports are a lot of like like parts of life that are intertwined in those and breaking down those issues you begin to see where some of the economic engines are where a lot of the uh, racism exists where a lot of the sexism exists all of those things and so um, I, I, this is a very important conversation and like I didn't get to go but you know our, our big time producer um, that's, is, that's me. I'm big time. Is, is, uh, is, 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 is paving a way for us to kind of dive into this a little more as we move forward as sit up podcast. So, um, and, uh, and we appreciate, we, I mean, we appreciate the audience. We appreciate, uh, how y'all welcome us in and have welcomed us in. Uh, and we, we intend to keep, keep rolling with this, yeah. uh, in this way. So, um, so we, we got a chance to be down in sunny California, uh, yeah. and here we are. Um, oh, with the price of the Super Bowl. You know, I was looking. They said yesterday, there, and this was yesterday morning, there was still a few tickets available on StubHub that were around 3500 But they were like as far back as you can get. 
$3,500. So you think about how much rent that could pay for someone. Right. Well, Even in California, that's some rent. Right, know? right. But the highest ticket went 50, 50, 50, 50 around 50000 50 Now, can you picture what it means? And this is just a regular seat. This isn't suites. You know, the suites are just like, that's corporate stuff. Those are a lot bigger dollars than what the average person mm -hmm, is going to be mm -hmm, dollar now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the amount of money that's poured into it is always an interest of mine of like, where is it going back? Right, like, right, you know, is, right, is any of this right, going back into the community? Right, right, right. But yeah, the idea that the first Super Bowl tickets were a buck, you $1. know, one dollar, which, you know, you can that say with inflation, I mean, maybe right, right. I 20 mean, bucks or something. There were people but, who couldn't afford that buck. Right? Yeah, a lot of yeah. people were. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people could not afford to go to that first Super Bowl right. or the second or the third. Right. But it's like right now we're living in this space where that's just decadent. Like, I, don't, I can't even understand the amount of like, oh, I've got $25,000 for this experience. I've got $100,000 for this experience. I want to sit in this seat. So, uh, you know, right. Right. like that's right. that's right. amazing that like, like you said, capitalism is on full display. It's on full display today. So you got homeless families out there, but you got fifty thousand for a Super Bowl ticket. And who that stadium? What the, that that stadium called cost billions of dollars. Yes, so. it was not here. It was not in right. L.A. Uh, just a couple of years ago. They right. knew what, what was coming. There's all kind of things that they're preparing. That's just part of just typical gentrification. So yeah. yeah. So I, I, our thing is, we look, y'all. We 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 have got to be more strategic about. Um, issues of justice. We've got to be more strategic about how we begin to pull resource together um, for the things we care about in the world uh, and the people we care about in the world um, in this same manner, right? Uh, and so uh, we hope we hope a little view like from us, like trying to get up as close as we can uh, and and bringing it back. Oh, I'm sure that breakfast you went to like. All those athletes were there, NFL-sponsored event, right? Mm -hmm. um, big money going to, like, going to local yep. organizations who are dealing with sex trafficking, right? So those engines are there. We just got to figure out how to get those engines working locally. So let's start it today. Yeah. Uh, if you're having a Super Bowl party, uh, the Sit Up podcast crew says uh, raise some money, uh, no matter how much it is, and give it, give it locally to some issue um, or issue of justice, issue of race, uh, issue uh, of sexism, wherever it is, houselessness, uh, give some money in that space out of, out of where you are today. Uh, in a small way, starting us to communally bring some answers to some questions through this venue that is overwhelmingly capitalistic uh, and will make a lot of money for a lot of people and wind its way down to just 30 to people that's crazy i'm sorry to use the word crazy so much that is that is that is just unbelievable so yeah. uh so we're gonna get back to our yeah. our wives we yeah, on we, we on a we on a we on a uh, valentine's weekend but we're here in sunny california uh this is a sit-up podcast this is uh, uh andrew morgan our producer let's begin <laughs>